As always, I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hey, y'all. Welcome back for another episode of Category Is. If it's your first time joining me, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you get a notification every time a new episode drops. So fair warning, they are doing some construction, like literally, it sounds like it's right outside the window. It's actually like on the next block, but I guess the sound is kind of carrying over. They're doing something with like the gas lines and the water lines. Um, we got like this letter in the mail the other day. So if you hear some drilling or some um, loud noises, that's what that is. <laughs> so apologies in advance. Hopefully they take a break um, real soon. And don't interrupt my recording. So what else has been going on? Apparently I chose the wrong month to do this detox that I'm doing. I have not had caffeine in like a month and or almost a month, like three weeks, and then no alcohol either. So with all this going on in the world, it's been a long time, long time for that. But um so let's just hop on into what you're drinking or in my case, what you're not drinking tonight. Um, I have a mocktail situation on the Bartesian because they do have the mocktail setting. So it's basically like the a virgin version of whatever um, the capsules are. So this week I have a rum punch, uh, which is quite appropriate, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, so it's, you know, very fruity, pineapple-y, um, strawberry, and it would have rum in it, but again, it's a mocktail situation. So then I also just put in like a um, a pineapple spin drift with a sparkling water. Uh, so to give it like a bit more something, because <laughs> it needs a lot going on uh, for the mocktail. So I did get this, um, I don't know if you've seen it, it's called Seed Lip, which is supposed to be like a non-alcoholic spirit. That's what they claim to be and so i was like yeah you know i'm doing this detox thing i'm doing the no alcohol thing so let me try it and see like what uh it's about so spoiler alert it's like a 40 dollar bottle of water like <laughs> that's it they have this you know really fancy website and it looks really good and you really think you're like really getting a um essence of like a drink like oh i'm not gonna be missing anything i'm just gonna you know because a lot of the alcohol they have like a, a distinct flavor so if you taste tequila you know it's tequila if you taste vodka you know it's vodka if you taste rum you know it's rum gin with those juniper berries you know it's gin but so this one was supposed to be like a tequila version i got the number 42 um they have recipes and stuff for it too. So it's like the seed lip margarita. And I was like, okay, like this might really be something. And so um, I go to my friend Camille's house because we um, wanted to introduce our dogs to each other. She got a new puppy um, maybe a couple months ago. And so now she's like right at the age where she can kind of interact with, with um, other dogs. And so my dog is about 10 months old on now. Like, yeah, let's introduce them. You know, we can have a good little friend, Kiki. You know, while they get to know each other and hang out and, and socialize. 
Because, you know, we usually have our cocktails, and she always has her bar stocked for me, and she knows I love my margaritas. So she was like, oh, you know, what, what do you want to drink when you get here? And I was like, well, girl, I am doing this detox, but I will bring over something that I can drink. Um, and so this is my first time having this evening. Let me crack open the bottle. You know, it looks like a tequila. Um, it has like this really nice fancy label on it. It's in this clear like um, bottle. It's, it's shaped almost like a like an Escalon bottle, but like a little bit tall, taller. And then I was like, well, let me taste it because I've never had it before. Let me just see, you know, what it's about. And then I can, you know, play with how to mix it into something. And I smell it. It's got like a little, you know, kind of a little twang to the, to the, to the scent coming off of it. And then... I taste it and it's literally like water with that's been sitting out for probably like 12 hours <laughs> and it tasted like literally nothing and it's like 30 something dollars on Amazon like girl no ma'am so Steve Lib, if y'all are listening that was me that gave you that one star review and asked for all of my money back and I know there's a few of these like non-alcoholic spirits there's um one called Ritual. It's supposed to be like a better flavor and taste like the actual, you know, like whiskey, vodka, tequila, um, gin that you're missing. And I don't know, because you know how like decaf coffee, which I'm also doing like kind of decaf coffee as well. You still get like the flavor of the coffee. And I think that's what it's about. A lot of times it's like flavor. Um, but like if they were selling decaf coffee that tasted just like water, then people will be mad as hell. So y'all, let's just go ahead and talk about it. This lap heard around the world. I said a lot of things um, about it on my friend Centron's show, Salad and Fries, last week. I'll put the link of that down in the description. Um, it'll be on YouTube, so you can just um, check it out there. We had like a lively discussion because you know it was very fresh. And a lot of people had a lot of reactions and a lot to say about what happened. Um, in my opinion, you know, at this point, it's like, what more is there to say? And is it wise to say anything at this point? But, you know, if you've been living under a rock at the Oscars a couple of weeks ago, uh, Will Smith assaulted Chris Rock on stage in front of the thousands of people that were watching. Um, and... You know, Chris Rock had made a joke about Jada Pinkett, uh, Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith's hair being cut short. Um, it wasn't derogatory. Like, he didn't call her, like, a ball hit scallywag. It was a reference to the G.I. Jane movie where Demi Moore cut her, like, did a buzz cut to her hair. And, like, that was it. He said, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane, too. Can't wait to see it. Then Will Smith proceeds to, you know, go up on stage and physically assault someone. Now, it became this whole dialogue about protecting Black women and standing up for your wife and, you know, how words hurt and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, I can see, um, well, I can see defending someone, especially your wife, up until the point of physical assault. Like, I, that's where you lose all credibility in your argument with me, um, especially on such a public stage. 
And let's keep it real. Will and Jada, y'all personally victimize everybody with all the ins and outs and details of your relationship that you talk about on like the steady drip of too much information. Now, I don't think the joke warranted that, especially when y'all put, there's a whole bunch of other things that Will Smith, uh, that uh, Chris Rock could have made fun of, you know, if he was really wanting to like, attack you or like, hurt you or whatever. Now, the underlying um, reason for Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith cutting her hair was that she suffers from alopecia. Okay, she's probably, you know, sensitive about it or, you know, felt some kind of way about it. But in the few moments you rolled your eyes, Will Smith was laughing his ass off. Then the camera cuts away from him, and then that's when everything um, starts to go down. Then he gets back, goes back to his seat, starts cussing. I feel sorry for Lapita Youngo. Uh, sitting right behind Will Smith. She looked like she was just like, girl, get me out of here. But again, violence is never the answer. Point blank, period. Then, you know, in the week that has transpired since videos come out of the show, Jada was laughing after the assault. My question was, where is security in all of this? Apparently, they asked Will Smith to leave during the commercial break. He refused to leave. Um, Chris Rock did not press charges. I would have pressed charges because, listen, I'm a lover, not a fire baby. And <laughs> if you attack me, you're going to jail. That's it. No questions asked. You're going to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I've been in one, <laughs> one fight in my life. I can't remember how old I was. Um, I know I was younger than 10, so probably like eight or nine. Um, and then the neighborhood bully. He was this guy named Tony, and he was the kid who kind of got left back. Like, he flunked all the grades. So he was probably, like, three, four years older than everybody in the grade that he was in. And he was, like, the neighborhood bully. And, like, everybody know you don't fuck with him because, you know, he was just he was just one of those nasty evil people. And he had a, he had a bad eye. So you could never tell what he was looking at. But um, he beat me up on the playground one time and busted my lip. And so I'm running home. And I go and I tell my older brother that Tony German beat me up. And, and let me tell y'all something. My older brother went outside. He found Tony. And keep in mind, he, Tony is old, like old. <laughs> and my brother was still, I think he was still younger than Tony. Um, so he found him and I was walking through, like peeping through the blinds to see what was going to go down. So he went outside, he found Tony, he confronted him and he beat the shit out of Tony. He beat Tony up so bad. I felt, I started to feel bad for Tony, but I'll tell you one thing, nobody ever fucked with me again after that. So like I said, I'm partially confused as to why that one little line, those, you know, those few words were what set Will off. And it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, like I understand, you know, he has a medical condition. And as y'all know, I ain't got no hair. 
<laughs> shaved my hair off a long time ago, partially, you know, for because of a medical reason. Was I sensitive about it when, you know, I first um, started losing my hair and then, you know, finally made the decision to just cut it all off, rock a bald, baldy? Absolutely. And I think, you know, anytime you make a big change like that, um, especially for women, you know how girls are about their hair. But um, Jay didn't really have much hair to begin with. It wasn't like she had a, you know, 46 inches of Beyonce leaves. She was always rocking a short cut, um, a little pixie cut, or, you know, she always had like the shade down on the sides. I remember that was popular with, um, with Cassie. So she ain't lose but a few inches anyway. And again, if you, uh, if you rock a body, you gotta have faith like serving face 24 7 because you know everybody can't pull off a baldy or like a really short cut um because a lot of times you don't have the hair to hide behind you have to you know just this is what i got this is what i'll get <laughs> and make it work then you know some more of the fallout was that um the academy was going to do an investigation will smith ultimately resigned from the academy but i think they gave him the ultimatum of either resign or will expel you and you know some recent people who have gotten expelled from the academy were harvey weinstein bill cosby um you know those kind of situations so i guess you don't want your name to kind of be in that kind of company but um r.i.p to your career and we'll, we'll see what's going to happen um happen next the oscar ratings went through the roof um because they were trying to rebound from the year before when they pulled that stunt at the end and gooped Chadwick Boseman out of his posthumous Oscar. So I know a lot of people weren't watching, weren't going to watch it this year until they nominated Beyonce for an award. So they um, wanted her to <laughs> bring the ratings in. And then like this happened. So I know a lot of people were watching it like after the fact, like turning, tuning in afterwards, after the slap, you know, just trying to see what was going to happen. But I'll tell you one thing, next year is going to be real dull and real dry. And I'm not going to watch it again. So that's all I got to say on that. And now let's talk about another award show that I did not watch. The Grammys were this Sunday. Y'all know I ain't watched it because I don't know none of these children or none of their songs. There were all these rumors that uh, Mariah was going to be performing at the Grammys, and I was like, uh, no, because she doesn't do the Grammys like that. Like, the biggest travesty in history is that Mariah Carey only has five Grammys. Like, really? Like, there's people who get five Grammys in one night. Like, um, what's the dude's name? He got five Grammys. Don Batiste. I can't name you none of his songs. And the thing is, he only he won them in like some weird ass category. But I guess 10 to you, John. There were a lot of Mariah references um, during the Grammys. So the girl who won Best New Artist, Olivia, somebody, she wore this gown that was very Mariah inspired. Um, it was from the Caution Tour. So Mariah had this black, um, you know, floral link gown and had these two like neon panels down like stripes that went down uh, and they actually lit up during the performance so 
Olivia basically copied the, the same dress, but instead of like the neon panels, she had like glitter and sequins and stuff um, on the gown with girl. Okay. Um, and then they had the moment where Megan D. Stallion and Duolingo, um, that girl, I didn't know she's British. But anyway, they came out and they re basically recreated the, it was the VMA um, Awards, so MTV uh, Video Music Awards, where Mariah and Whitney came out in the same dress and they did the whole try it on mix. That's where that came from. And so when they revealed, they like pulled away um, part of the dress and it, it shows that they're wearing two different dresses. It's supposed to play on like the rivalry that they said that Mariah and Whitney had for a number of years. And then they did the, um, the When You Believe song from Prince of Egypt. And you know, they became friends. So this moment with Duolingo and Megan Thee Stallion, um, it kind of fell flat because, like, it's one thing to pay homage, but it's another thing to completely copy and not give credit. So they come out, they have the same outfit on, and then they have this little banter, and then Donatella Versace comes on, and then she removes the parts of the, the dress from them, and they still look the same. It's like, girl, I guess. A lot of the fashions were the same. Um, Justin Bieber came out in a old 1990s Steve Harvey suit. Then Lil Nas X basically wore um, the version of the Kim Kardashian. It was right before she got married and she was doing this about mom, um, very embroidered like pearl um, dress. It looked very stiff, but um, and they have like this huge like flower motif in the center. So basically Lil Nas X wore the man's version of that. It's like a pantsuit. Um and I was like, damn, it was like nothing original. Like I know passion comes back and you want to pay homage to the greatest, but <sighs> and y'all supposed to be some creative people. How are you rocking like the same stuff? from like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, five years ago. I'm thinking y'all doing something. I don't know how the ratings were. Um, I saw that Cardi B deleted her Twitter and her Instagram. She was going back and forth with some fans who, I guess they were fans talking about, um, they were talking shit about her because she didn't show up to the Grammys. And she's like, well, why would I show up? I was only nominated for one award. And basically, it wasn't worth that flight. Because <laughs> she didn't even win. And I don't blame her. Like, girl, I'm not getting, out there, getting on that flight. So, yeah, so now she's on a social media uh, hiatus. And then that's about it. Like, I don't really know who else won or, like, no surprises or anything. Nobody got slapped. Um, so that was good, I guess. But I did see that Kourtney Kardashian, who's the least interesting Kardashian to look at, um, eloped and got married to Travis Barker while they were in Vegas. Because I guess he performed and maybe they did too many drugs or allegedly had too much alcohol. And he's like, well, the chapel's open. Let's just ride on out and get this done. And if they really got married in Vegas at like 
the little drive-through wedding chapel, then girl, you dumber than I thought you was. So there goes your storyline for this upcoming season of The Kardashians on Hulu, premiering April 14th. I know this whole relationship and this whole buildup was all for the ratings. Like I don't, I don't put it past them to like. Okay, Courtney, like, girl, you got to give us something this year, cause, <laughs> or else you out. If this is true, and I know it's Vegas, you can get it annulled, like, the next day, but full of Britney Spears, oh, hell, even Kim, well, she had a full wedding, but 72 days, yeah. But, um, yeah, if, like, that's the case, like, you just ruined your whole story arc. Like, none of the cameras were there. And now nobody's really going to care to see how this relationship plays out on your, your new show because now we already know that you, you just eloped and got married. I know Chris Jenner is sitting bricks right now about how she's going to stand this. And I was talking with my sister-in-law earlier, and we were just saying how we know this is all for ratings. We know this is all to boost up this new show. And it's like, do people forget every year that they have some new controversy or some new scandal or some new drama in, you know, air quotes that basically propel the ratings of the show. So we know the final season was on E was coming up and then this was, oh, now Kim is going through this whole alleged divorce. I still don't think they really divorce um, situation with Kanye and then even, you know, we think way back when Kylie was trying to launch her um, her lip kit business, and that became the controversy of well, does she have lip fillers or what did she did to, what did she do to her face? And you know they would play this whole back and forth and this you know hemming and hawing and trying to play coy for the for the cameras and stuff until she finally had this big reveal on the show, and then you know Kim wanting getting married to uh, damn what was his name Chris. And then, um, you know, subsequently getting divorced a few weeks later, and then they went back and reshot uh, different uh, scenes with, you know, she's crying her eyes out in that car. Chris Jenner's like, girl, we know y'all are doing this for the race. So no one believes that this relationship is real, or no one really, or maybe they, like, apparently people do, because <laughs> it's like a rating sensation. and. Every year, every season, we always get gooped into tuning in and seeing what they're going to do on the camera. So I think I'll let a few episodes go by and then see how, and only binge it one weekend and then see how, see how it feels. This is what we're talking about. So that's about all I got for this week. Um, in terms of categories, my I said what I said was kind of about the, the non-alcoholic alcohol and then this week i'm giving my 10 10 10s across the board to don bailey who is olympic gold medalist um with women's basketball and she is also the current head coach of the university of south carolina gamecock women's basketball team and they just won their second national title i didn't do a woman's right well i don't do no brackets because <laughs> i'm not into basketball <laughs> like that but mark madness is wrapping or has wrapped up um 
The women's team at the University of South Carolina, which is my college's rival, uh, actually defeated UConn to, like I said, take home their second national basketball title. Dawn Staley also became the first black head coach of, well, any collegiate basketball team, men's or women's, to win more than one national championship. So 10, 10, 10 across the board to Dawn Staley, North Philly native, head coach of the University of South Carolina women's basketball team. I also heard she got a nasty contract extension, making her one of the highest paid coaches in college athletics. All right, y'all, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another week. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you're listening to Category Is right now. Category Is podcast is recorded in Philadelphia. The show is hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Maurice Smith.